Wasn't a fan of that. Then last week was not a fan of the main event between him and Lashley. Not because only because it insults the intelligence of the viewer, because about less than five, like five weeks ago, Lashley was over here dominating the dude, picking him up, slamming him, putting him in the in the hurt lock and making him pass out or tap out. Actually, it's like so he had already dominated him. Now they run this match back and the commentators are just being so they're being told to say these things that are ridiculous. Like, I don't even think he can put Braun in the hurt lock. We saw him do it. We saw him do it right before me. We saw it. And th- and all of a sudden, like, Lashley's over here selling, like, Steamboat. You know, it's like when you rehabilitate a character and you want to make him seem like a threat, you got to do it in better. Like, he just got whooped. And now you're saying he can whoop guys that he couldn't. He was never in that scene. So I think they're just plugging him into this um, because they don't want to run back the same match and potentially give either Drew or uh, Bobby an out, uh, which is fine. But he ain't got a yeah, man, but man, what y'all doing? gentlemen we welcome you once again in our recorded glory to the weekly wrestling podcast called give me the book my name is mike alloy it is the el guapo of professional wrestling commentary and stand-up comedy satoyo how you doing we are all very happy that you have joined us on this lovely occasion um i think the lead for this week of course uh, the lead for last week was blonde guts preview therefore it is only logical that we start this week with a blonde guts review um, I thought the the match, the, the the marquee match, if you will, did its purpose, which was to give MGF some more hype when to establish as the top faction in uh, in all of AEW. I thought the rest of the card uh, was not particularly memorable, but um, you know, again, it's it wasn't particularly horrible either. Um, so again, it was there. Uh, blonde. That served its purpose. MGF is your top heel. Um, and the finish had the internet talking and people were not happy with it. I purposely did not mind. Um, I think we all know that when a man falls from uh, from such heights, unless he is Shane McMahon, chances are he's going to land somewhere relatively soft. So I am totally okay with it. Even if I do agree with the internet, it could have been shot better. Um, there was one thing uh on aw besides blangas that was intriguing to me i will say uh it's not particularly memorable but i will touch on it later satorio what were your thoughts on aw's blonde guts thought it was, i thought it was pretty good um i, I do li- i like the fact that since aw doesn't run monthly pay-per-views they kind of you know they they're the storylines have to have a conclusion on the, the on television um and they do they have cre- i mean blood and guts had a pay-per-view feel uh, much like uh, what was it? Winter is coming between Kenny and, and, and Mox. That was a pay. That was all to me. Those were pay-per-views just on free TV. Um, so I was cool with that. I thought it served its purpose. Um, they're getting a lot of heat on MJF, which is great. 
Uh, that is really the thing to do. Um, it, you know, it's wild with the internet community as a whole. I didn't look, look, and, and this thing, man's like, man, I'm so annoyed. Y'all about to make me out here advocate for Chris Jericho's safety. Like, you know, you know, say like, what do you, what did you want him to do? No, I, I understand. They could have shot it better. Cool. Uh, because honestly, had they just shot it from the direction of MJF's back from that angle, boom, the problem is solved. I totally get that. At the same time, they delivered, um, they delivered the match they said they were going to give. So, uh, to me, it's it's just uh, it, it feels a little nitpicky in that regard. I didn't see what the fuss was about, and when I saw the fuss that they were making about it, I'm like, was you, do you want him to fall on concrete or do you want it to be shot better? And the thing about it is it took them a while to say, well, it, it should have been shot better. It's like y'all weren't even thinking that far ahead. So, um, but yeah, I thought it was cool. I I, I had no um, I had no issue with it. I liked it. I was stoked for it. And I, I got what I, I got what I wanted. But what do you think of the match itself? I will, uh, again, not to, um, I, 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 know it started, I know it started to compare NXT to AEW, but I do think um, a, NXT obviously has had a few World Games matches. And I do think it's a good comparison. They provide a good comparison into two promotions. But I think NXT, after their War Games match, I remember a lot of spots and a lot of things that happened in the match. But I don't necessarily remember the finish. Like, the finish is not necessarily that important besides maybe being another big spot. Yeah. Whereas here, I thought the finish was done really superbly. Like, again, yes. like, just showing MGF as a complete dastardly heel, complete piece of shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I... Cannot tell you too many spots from this match. Uh, I gotta yeah. be honest. Which well, is I, not, which I know is not the point, but for an hour long match, I, you maybe want to make it a little bit more memorable. Yeah, I think you want to give people more time to shine. It reminded me, and I, you know, hate to be this way, but it reminded me more of a WCW NWA War Games. It was more traditional in that regard because uh, the NXT War Games, they're just, they're spot fests. I mean, they're, you know, everything is uh, is is heavily choreographed um, over there and in wrestling overall, uh, but especially, uh, you know, in 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 WWE. So, yeah, I think for the amount of time, I think the thing they wanted to make uh, memorable about blood and guts and they were trying to get over was not so much the spots, um, which is fine. They were trying to get over the blood and the guts, you know, so it was much more. Like I said, of the NWA feel, it was gruesome. The bleeding buckets, you know, blood, you know, just transit. So that to me was I knew they were going to make themselves stand out in that regard and go and go that route, which I was I was fine with um, because after a while you're bleeding like a stuck pig. I, I don't if, if I'm seeing someone do a Spanish fly, I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a fight. So I was I was cool with it. I mean, again, I thought it was pretty good. I, I wasn't like I was I was I was happy with it. it was, I was happy. Um, and again, it did what it was supposed to do. I hate MJF. <laughs> so it's like, you know, I do think they so actually the only spot I do remember was if I'm not mistaken, the Spanish fly from like a second rope near the end. of the Yes, match. there was there was <laughs> there was because um, they had to because 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 Sammy's there. You know what I'm saying? You got athletes. In there, and then of course, somebody's got to be like, I can take it. <laughs> you know, so yeah, it's fine. 
I will say, I do think they did a good job of reestablishing Sammy. Like, the, the only other person who I think looks really good that coming out of this match, especially from the losing side, was Sammy, the way he hung in there the entire time. And he yep. kind of has, as uh, you know, all of the memorable spots from the, from the match. Not all, but, you know, the, the most, most mm-hmm. of the spots. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, yeah, besides that, again, most of the blowing guts I thought was fine, inoffensive, uh, if not necessarily... Um, pay-per-view quality. Uh, I did think the first hour of the show dragged a little bit for me. Um, the one thing I did like and one thing I'm now, as a result, looking forward to uh, this week on AEW was the Darby Allen situation. Mm-hmm. Both. I loved um, him interrupting the, again, a, re- a pretty good uh, heel promo by uh, Scorpio Sky and uh, Ethan Page. I loved him getting tossed down the stairs. I love the way Miro promoted the upcoming match. He actually, actually again, monster. I love the tagline. Yeah. Uh, the man who was uh, willing to die was the man who, do- who doesn't mind killing. I thought yes. that was good. Yes. Um, I'm looking forward to their match. I think that was all done very well. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. I mean, again, I think they've done a good job of really establishing, and, and this is to their credit, I mean, that TNT title – that I mean, Cody was right when he said, and people can people weirdly not Cody. Um, but Cody was right when he's like, Yo, this is the title that you see basically every week. This is the ace title, and uh, everyone so far has held it. It's, it's it's been a compelling title, and they've done a really good job of establishing it in a very clear and concise way and really making it something that is that is a vaunted, sought-after championship which is so incredibly important in professional wrestling, especially as it relates to titles that we, to singles titles that we would consider, consider secondary, you know, they have to be given a lot of legitimate weight. And I think that that was missing from a lot of uh, uh, pro wrestling, at least in WWE ring of honor has done a good job of maintaining that as well. They just don't have the platform Um, and the, you know, the exposure to do it. And they don't really have this, the, like their, their characters aren't as flashy. So, uh, yeah, I think I think they've done just an excellent job with that. And I would say right now, probably the TNT title is like my favorite, maybe in all of in all of wrestling. It's just that that belt with the frequency of which is defended. It is kind of like a workhorse title. It is a television title. Um, and I just enjoy I'm, I'm very curious as to seeing where it goes. So. Of all the secondary titles, I still prefer the the neverweight. I think again, uh, they just tend to have the best matches. And uh, I yeah. I know you, you don't like design. Um, oh, it's ugly. It's a worthless title. Uh, I, utterly, I like utterly, listen, utterly. Jay White is Jay is the current champ. He is, the, he is the current champ. So we'll see if he can do anything to make that thing worth something. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting. Well, agree to disagree. I think and I think New Japan has done a consistently good job of having people who held that title be yes. elevated. Yes, somewhere. definitely. Yeah. You know, with Ibushi, Osprey, both winning the becoming champions afterwards. Shingo getting his first title shot after the rain. So, um, but yeah, I do, I do agree with that. And again, I do think, and I hate to, you know, do this internet speak. I do think Miro kind of has to win. Yes, he does. Now. No, no, no. Because like, he yeah, is he going up against weekend. Usually I don't like saying that, oh, if he loses, he's buried or any of that. In this case, I think given how long he has been on AW without making any real impact, Times about how much bigger he is than Darby Allen and the fact that Darby Allen just got pushed down the stairs and he's competing hurt, we're assuming. Um, yeah, I think he really should should win this one. Yeah, I think it's the thing where Darby has been the overachiever 
I think Miro does need the title um, to really, honestly, one, he, they, they have booked him smartly. So when people say he hasn't made an impact, I tend to disagree because look at how they have booked him. When he has been in the ring, look, he has been slaughtering people. Like nobody, he hasn't really, he, like he, one, he hasn't eaten a pinfall. He hasn't tapped to nobody. Um, his character has only gotten stronger and stronger. And in some respects is like more psychotic and brutal and brutish. But I think it's important that he win the title one, because I don't necessarily know if Darby needs it, but more like, but even more to the point, it then gives Darby a chase to then get it back. Um, and also kind of establishes Miro as an AEW guy, um, which I think, and I do believe they've done a pretty good job of separating him from his previous uh, character in WWE. Uh, but, you know, they had to kind of just have him be there for a while. They couldn't just put him on top of the moon because he's not one of their guys. He had to become an AEW guy. Now that I think that he's done it, I mean, I wanted to see him with that TV title because then it becomes a heel champion. Who's going to beat that guy? Sure. I, it's, it's, it's much it's less his booking. I know I believe he's got a really good record. It's more so what do you remember from him his, until his recent turn? The turn was done really well and destroying Kip. And the promo, again, the recent promo was done really well. Until like two weeks ago, what do you remember from Miro's? Oh, destroying, destroying everyone. Uh, beating up the best friends, literally sunning, to, showing Charles the error of his ways as a person, uh, really attacking and as, assaulting that dude, like that group had to get everything and Trent's mama to steal a win over weak Kip Sabian. And I honestly, I don't really care about the best friends, but when they were in there with Miro, I cared because I was like, this guy is going to murder. Like, how are they going to stop him? You know, and then he has and then you take Chuck Taylor, who looks like he should be a butler. And it's like, come on, come here, houseboy, Charles. And he Charles is him. That's his name now. It's not he's not even go back to Chuck Taylor. He is Charles Taylor Esquire forever for the rest of his life. So I, I liked that stuff. Fair enough, man. Uh... Anything else from uh, from Blangas you want to talk about besides uh, yeah for me again like I said the rest of the stuff was fine. I am interested to see what they do with Anthony Ogogo going forward. Uh, the QT Marshall Cody match happened mm -hmm. and it went about the way that I thought it should go, but it's 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 important to give QT something to do. Um, so breaking off from the from the Nightmare family, I do believe was very important, and you know they didn't really. They didn't need to be a tag team anymore, like the natural nightmares. It wasn't really necessary. Um, but I'll, I'm interested to see what happens uh, with QT's faction, how he's able to develop with that. And Anthony Agogo, who I just think looks like a star. Um, I think he looks like a star. I like the way he talks. And I'll be interested to see how, how they develop. Because, you know, breaking off that faction, becoming, you know, that faction is just to help develop these guys who no one knew about. So... Yeah, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens with them indeed. Um, now we'll go to uh, SmackDown. For me, still, um, even though, you know, it's funny. When you read the recaps of SmackDown, you're like, ah, this was okay. Like, nothing much happened besides the main event. But the main event and the main storyline is so good that it really kind of drives the rest of the show forward. We, in many ways, like a guys this week. Um, yeah, I thought Jay coming back and everything that they did um, – 
Oh, you mean you mean Jim? You mean Jimmy? Jimmy, Jimmy, Jimmy. That's right. Jimmy coming back, and then everything they've done with him. You know, all the 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 continuity with uh, what happened in the Hell in the Cell, and the fact that he remembers, which is like, oh my God, thank God, somebody actually remembers the last thing that happened on TV. Um, and yeah, just the 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 entire storyline. Um, and also just the way it was acted out. I love the the start of the show with the the. The ten bell salute for Daniel Bryan's sure. career, just great, sure. great healing by everyone. I mm-hmm. uh, cannot wait to see what happens next, and I'm excited that Cesaro's title shot is um, a big deal because you know what we just talked about Rusev. You know, um, you don't know how many people remember, but Rusev did get a title shot, right? Yes. And and the entire time, a long overdue title shot. So the long, the, the entire time when Cesaro was, uh, when people were hoping Cesaro would get a title shot and asking for it. In the back of my mind, they're like, ah, what if they just do like something like what they did to uh, to Rusev back in WWE, where they just put him there, give him a title shot, say he got one, and then kind of forget about it. Instead, now he got he's getting a storyline where mm-hmm. you know, thankfully, he doesn't have to speak a lot. He does get to put on great matches with Seth Rollins as as kind of a warm up. Uh, and by the way, uh, also like the little face to face Seth Rollins have with Roman Reigns. Yeah, which I now thought- builds. I thought that was interesting. It's interesting. I want to see what they do with that going forward because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, Seth has a legitimate gripe with the guy. It's like you can't keep your house in order. Then I'll then I'll do it for you. Um, and also, it's like, you know, hey, Seth is there. Seth wants that title too. So Seth is notorious for thwarting Roman Reigns's plans and beating him uh, in critical moments. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops. Uh, the thing I I I, I want to I find it interesting. I think that they're doing a good build. Uh, I think they've done a lot of good things with Roman's uh, turn thus far. But because I know that they're also invested in his turn, I just don't believe anyone's going to beat him for for quite a while. So it it's which I mean it's fine. That's what they choose to do. So it, to me, it's not even just so much the match. I know Cesaro is going to put on an amazing match. It's just what do you do with Cesaro afterward? Because and that's just that's really just the issue. I think it would take a lot to have uh, Vince McMahon change his mind and say we're gonna go, we're gonna give Cesaro a little bit of a run with this for a second, and it can go back to your whatever. I don't, I just don't, I just don't see that. So uh, I have no doubt that it'll be an amazing match and all that other stuff. I just know, I'm just pretty sure I know what the finish is going to be. Um, because, you know, we got to continue to establish this dude. Also, we just gave him new entrance music. We don't want him to lose too quickly with this new banger that he has. So, yeah, that's true. Um, I mean, we'll see again how long the few will. Yeah, how long it goes. Yeah, we'll see how it's, it's all very true. We'll see how long the few will last. If maybe this will be a dirty finish. I think usually Roman Reigns' feuds, if you look at them, they tend to last more than one pay-per-view, right? Mm-hmm. Like they'll... Um, you don't have like a, a, a dusty finish, if you will, or not even dusty, just a, a finish with the help of one of his cousins. Um, and then, you know, they'll have a rematch next one. So I think maybe Cesaro will get that treatment. But no, I don't believe Cesaro will get the title. And that's OK. And to be quite honest, again, I'm still at the point where I'm very happy for him and I'm excited to see the match. I don't know if I want Cesaro to be the champion, to be honest with you. Sure. Yeah. I mean, right now, if you know that the ship is going in one direction uh so we'll just we'll just sort of see how that goes and the and the ship is is really roman that's all they i mean uh, especially on smackdown it's kind of all they got they have some good 
They have some good IC title stuff, but they've built that whole main event scene around him. So it's kind of like, that's the only place you can, that's the only, all roads go there. So, you know. Well, I mean, as far as, again, I, I, I do think as far as what SmackDown has, I, I get what you're saying as far as um, the main event. I am enjoying this was a throwback episode that I like what they did. Um, even if the match itself, as per usual, is just a filler. It was nice to, you know, collect a, a good collection of talent, if you will. If this is like a display of, hey, this is our secondary title scene. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I, again, I, there's I, a I, I lot to be excited about there. Yeah, no, I think they're doing good things right now with the IC title and, and Apollo having it. I, th- I think they're doing good things there. I'm just saying on the main event scene, they built it around one. I mean, they had been building it around. They've been building it around this one guy um, since he's returned. So, you know, it's the it's the it's the Roman Express. There's there's nowhere else to go for, for the time being. Yeah, no, that's fair. I, with the exception of Cesaro and then Seth Rollins, I really don't know who the next challenger is. Maybe um, Alistair Black is coming back. Maybe they'll push man, him we know it, man, as the next man, guy. Man, man, you don't stop. Yeah, that's they just are, me they cut, they, cut, they cut the man's vignette this week. I mean, yo, this I mean, it, okay, so let, let's do this too. Honestly, I see my thing, man. I just be getting, I just be like, yo, really? You had already a whole built-in thing with Alistair Black. Uh, then you just lost faith in him. The guy bulks up, looks even better. You don't do anything with him. Uh, then you just have him sit. Then you do that dumb eye patch deal. Um, he comes back only to get beat up by Owens and something that no most don't really remember of note. Now you have him come t- reading a book about how kids were mean to him and how his daddy told him what the truth was. Man, this is, I mean, what, hey, hey, if they can make it work and they can get it over, cool, but whatever. I don't, I don't see it. And, I, I, and guess what? Yeah, if he, if he wins money in the bank, cool. He'll cash it and he'll lose. I, I, yo, they're, they're just, they're fighting. They, they're, and he can talk. That's the thing. He can talk. They are doing, they are being incredibly creative in terms of how they are not going to use him and waste time on him with him because you have a talented yeah, person that you're wasting time with. You're wasting time with the dude. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. I don't, I don't understand why he has to, why we have to involve dragons and mythical creatures into this. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, he he just he has tattoos. Like they saw his tattoos, but it's like you you book Damian Priest as just a cool dude. Damian yeah. Priest is a cool dude who can fight. Yeah. Why can't you do the same thing to Alistair Black? Is is beyond me. Uh, bro, honestly, it's not going to be too long until Vince probably loses interest in Damian Priest and then does the same thing, and then all of a sudden Priest is going to be. He's gonna be off TV. He's gonna be more Puerto Rican than ever. It's like, bro, this guy, <laughs> you know, I can't, I can't. I just, you know, I'm like, all right, bro, you got, you literally have like the stars sitting here, and you, you, you don't even, you, 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 you minimize them. It's amazing. But hopefully they're gonna they turn, they're gonna turn Damian Priest into a Norway Jose too, aren't they? Oh my oh God! My Watch, God. he's gonna have a conga line with him. It's gonna be amazing. And so that's the depressing thought. Well, yeah, it is. again, so far at least, knock on wood, so far SmackDown has been pretty decent. I did enjoy it, by the way. I like the little, again, uh, Bianca Belair beat down as well by Bailey. Um, uh, with the, the earring spot, I thought, again, just really, you know, again, something a good, if nothing particularly special, but just a good heel beat down. Yeah, uh, yeah. We know the, the way the match will go. We know it's almost the same as the main event spot, right? Yeah, um, yeah. 
it's going to be a good match. We know how it's going to end, but I'm excited to see it. Um, yeah. Moving on to, because, yeah, uh, the backlash uh, is next week. The WrestleMania backlash, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, we have on the so SmackDown side, again, we have a couple of matches. We know how they will end, but we're excited for them. Are you at all excited for what's happening on the Raw side with the two triple threats? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm a fan of, of Bobby Lashley and Drew McIntyre, so I'm always interested to see what they're doing. I think the way that they're booking it is kind of awful. Uh, one, like I've said before, was not a fan of Braun beating Drew because Braun hadn't done anything. All he'd been doing is just getting beat up by people. And then he like beat up Shane McMahon once. And you're like, he's back. It's like, no, this guy hasn't won to any to anyone. So wasn't a fan of that. Then last week was not a fan of the main event between him and Lashley. Not because only because it insults the intelligence of the viewer, because about less than like five weeks ago, Lashley was over here dominating the dude, picking him up, slamming him putting him in the in the hurt lock and making him pass out or tap out, actually. It's like, so he had already dominated him. Now they run this match back, and the commentators are just being so, they're being told to say these things that are ridiculous. Like, I don't even think he can put Braun in the hurt lock. We saw him do it. We saw him do it right before me. We saw it. And, th- and all of a sudden, like, Lash is over here selling, like, Steamboat. You know, it's like when you rehabilitate a character and you want to make him seem like a threat, you got to do it in better. Like he just got whooped. And now you're saying he can whoop guys that he couldn't. He was never in that scene. So I think they're just plugging him into this um, because they don't want to run back the same match and potentially give either Drew or uh, Bobby an out, uh, which is fine. But he don't got a yeah, man. But man, what y'all doing? It, it, I just I just think it's ridiculous. I'm still excited for the match because I believe it'll be worked well. It's just the lead up and how to how how to get there it's like they just feel like they need to put him in there and 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 fine i just don't like this when i see the intelligence of the viewer insulted this is not a situation where six months later they've clashed and and stroman has a ton of momentum to me he's still ice cold bro he's ice cold so it's like all of a sudden he's ice cold and you're gonna make him beat clean clean supposedly your top baby face on raw and if that by that logic, even probably your top baby face in the company, you know what I'm saying? Because Edge ain't full time. Roman is a heel. So Drew, like it's like so, yeah, ice cold. It's not like the immovable force meets the indestructible object. Just ice cold. Other than that, the other triple threat match, not particularly. Nah. Oh, uh, well, he didn't beat Drew clean the other week. Again, there were like, he did. distractions. He did. And some there was a distraction there, but, but, it, but that's the distractions. But, yeah, no, you're right though. Yeah. You know, ice cold. I'm, I'm just again. I don't want to. I don't want our two viewers to be, or two listeners to be upset at us that we got the facts wrong. Um, right, 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 <laughs> right, right. That's fair. <laughs> uh, I will say this though. Um, and, and, and again, it upsets me because there was an easy out, right? I understand you want to include again, like I said, like you said, you want to switch it up. You want to mm-hmm. have have somebody to take the pin. You want it to be Braun Strowman, mm-hmm. and you want to kind of prepare him at the same time. We, you don't have to make him uh, more dominant. Make him smarter. Wasn't the whole feud? His the whole last feud was about him not being smart and being an idiot. Yeah, and have he, him smart. Yeah. Have him con his way. Yeah, into the yeah. into getting a towel shot. Yeah, now, that's how you actually rehab. You know, uh, rehabilitate rehabilitate his image. 
yeah. know what I mean? That's how you go. Hey, yeah. remember how we told you this guy's an idiot? Well, guess what? He's not. We, yeah. we lied about that. Look at him. He's not. He's, he's proving how smart he is without having to, like you said, insult the audience. So I, I agree with you 100%. And it, it upsets me that there was an easier way to do this and have Braun actually look better as a result without yeah. damaging yeah. your top baby face in the company and your raw champion. Yeah. Um, the other triple threat, I don't, yeah, I'm in the same boat as you. They had a couple of good matches. Um, uh, I, I like what, you know, Charlotte and Oscar did the other, the other night. Um, but yeah, for the most part, it's very uneventful. It's pretty much been just what Charlotte promos and kind of not, not much else for a build. And, you know, uh, that is not a thing that in, excites me. Uh, number one, also, it's just like, I mean, again, Rhea Ripley has the title and it just, she just doesn't feel like a big deal. And no, and, because, because you know, because you again, because you're not letting her build, yeah. Really. yeah. Um, yeah. and yeah, her whole thing is how she she's dominant, she's just a super dominant person. So, have Charlotte say, you know, she has been saying insulting things this whole time, so have her say something insulting, just have Rhea come out and whoop her ass. Like, that's how to, you but they, make but her yeah, feel but important, or, or squash to, match. But they have to protect Charlotte. You must protect Charlotte at all costs. Charlotte must be protected at all costs. Do you understand me? Charlotte must be protected at all costs. She is always about to win. And then everyone has to screw her. And then she or or she just wins and everyone taps out to her. She must be protected at all costs. Do you think she... uh... You think she's winning the title at uh, at Backlash? She'll have that title by SummerSlam. I don't know if she wins it at Backlash, but by August, she's gonna be the champ. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna happen. It's gonna. So you know what? Gonna... Yeah, I'm not. I would not would not take the bet against it. So yeah. um, I agree with you. Am I uh, top of your head again? Because this was not uh, this was not supposed to be a WrestleMania Backlash preview, but I guess we would, that's where we that's where it ended up happening. Um, anything else we're missing from uh, from that build? I, I, I RK bro, I'm a huge fan. I will say this, love yeah. it, love uh, as far as like um, odd couple tag teams. This is already up to one of my favorites, and this is something I will give WWE credit where they do force it on us a lot, but um, this is something they can do really well. Um, yeah, and yeah, this yeah. is a uh, I the fact that they have long term plans for them makes me happy. I think they're. They're good together. They're entertaining backstage, or at least as com- comedically as entertaining as you can be on WWE television. Mm-hmm. Uh, the matches are good. They're both good workers. Uh, help actually build someone for once, which is also nice. Um, yeah, again, just a, just a big fan of them. Uh, don't think... Here's a, a topic, I think, uh, on Raw. Uh, Damian Priest, yeah, I think they, you might have been right. He's been featured on TV, which is good. He's not doing anything worth necessarily talking about. Yeah. Uh, which is, has me a little bit worried about him and his future. Yeah, it's an easy thing to do right now. Just put him in the, like, I thought, like, why isn't he feuding with the Miz more directly? He should be, I mean, he already beat Morrison. Uh, he should be beating Miz at WrestleMania Backlash. Miz has shown himself to be a, a heel that uh, he can win a lot. He can also lose a lot and it not really affect him because he's the Miz. So he's always vulnerable in whatever state he's in. Um, but yeah, I mean, he's there, and um, they're they're you they they obviously understand that he has value. Big, tall guy, very athletic. 
you know, looks great and work well. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just uh, there ain't there ain't there there ain't he he's doing what he can, but there's no steam in that engine. You know. Last thing. Uh, oh, I'm a fan of everything that's going on between uh, Alberto Carrillo. Good to see him back on TV and yep. uh, Sheamus again. Yep. Happy to see them at least being utilized. Uh, yeah. And at least U.S. title is something. Uh, I think eventually Sheamus is going to probably go up against Damian Priest is what my assumption would be. Mm-hmm. Um, last thing well, we, that we have to talk about Raw. Um, Angel Garza punted Rose up Drew Gulak's ass. Satori, your reaction. I'm, all right, I'm sorry, say that, say that part again. Wait, say, say that again. Oh, I um... I said, uh, Angel Garza part of the row is up to Gulak's ass. Your reaction? I, you know, it's funny. Blood and guts dropped, and apparently there's like an insiders in WWE who feel like it set the business back thirty years. And you, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, I heard that. I'm like, if that's true, that is kind of ridiculous. Given like, and then you can look at an Angel Garza situation and be like, but that's that's not. That's that's what's hot. That's hip. That's modern. That's what, okay. 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 I was just checking. Again, it's one of those things where I don't even. I I can't even. Like I will watch that, and I'm like, I have to emotionally dissociate from what I'm seeing because I can't go. So I saw it. I'm like, I'm glad they're doing something with him. I'm glad he's on TV. He's talented. Um, but the rest of it, I I don't I don't I don't understand. Yeah, I just hope it's not his new thing. You know what I mean? I hope it's a one-time, one-time spot and not something he does in every match. Oh, uh, man. We shall see. Oh, man. I think, ooh, boy. I think, I think they're like, yo, go go out there, kid, and get that thing over. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, that is such a, well, I guess, man. I, I don't know how you go from taking off your, you know. Hot pants, being a for for the women in the audience to being a dude kicking out roses up dudes' asses. But hey, hey, you know what? This word it's, is it's modern, it's hip, and it's not setting the business back. All right, <laughs> the big. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny to me. That's so funny. It's like it's like we're gonna be modern. We're not gonna do the sophomoric things that we did in the past. I'm like, yo, brah, what are you talking about? What is this? Okay. You know what, y'all, y'all, y'all just be having the most selective of memories. But again, teach their own. There's no, there's no wrestling company that is perfect. Let me say that because I don't want to, I don't want the viewers to be like, oh man, no, no, there's no wrestling company that is perfect. But a ridiculous thing is allowed to be called a ridiculous thing, and and then we can acknowledge the truth of this. And it is nothing to do with Angel Garza. It is what he has been asked to do, or even if he suggested it himself, it's like let me get something but even if he did suggest it i bet you that wasn't the only idea he was throwing out there <laughs> of stuff that you can do for with that i can do please and he gave him 20 ideas and they took that one he said that i was i was drunk when i all right i'm on tv it, it really does sound like one of those just like frustrated pitches it's like what yeah. you want me to do you want me yeah. to kick a rose up somebody's ass like, oh, yeah actually yeah this like now that you mentioned it yeah, it'd be good shit. That'd be good shit, pal. <laughs> like, and it's like, right, listen, man. There's no if it gets uh, low key though. If we get a like a, no, we're not getting a twenty minute. If we get a ten minute Angel Garza Drew Gulak match on a pay per view, it might have been all worth it. 
yeah, to be honest. Yeah, that yeah, you're not gonna have a bad match. I guarantee you that. Speaking of speaking of guys who uh, will, will be utilized on the uh, main roster once they if they ever move up and former cruiserweight champions, we do have a match. I'm really excited for in NXT. Uh, first of all, NXT main events have been pretty good. I really enjoyed the street fight uh, tag team mm-hmm. uh, for the women's uh, tag team champions championship. Brother, um, uh, happy to see the way now being the your new dominant faction on NXT. I do think yep. NXT kind of needed a dominant faction since um, Undisputed Era broke up, and I I've been a, a huge fan of the way to the point where. It's the only T-shirt I'm considering buying right now. Um, right. I don't need any more shirts, but, you know, support support the wrestlers you love. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I think all four of them have been immensely entertaining in the roles they've picked. Um, and, yeah, I'm happy to see them get rewarded um, in the, with, the, with, with tag titles now uh, to go with uh, Johnny Gargano's North American title. Um, but now, the next week, we have... Uh, well, I'm assuming it's going to be the main event. Two out of three match for the Cruiserweight Championship between Kushida and Santos Escobar. Very excited for it personally. Yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be a barn burner. You got Kushida, you got Santos Escobar. I mean, I'm a big fan of both these guys. Um, I think they're both. I think they're both so much more marketable than what the company even realizes. But at least they're they're sharp enough to realize that these guys are talents. That are going to give us an X. Ex- it's going to be an excellent match. I, I, I mean, that's really all I can say. I'm really into. I've been into Kushida, you know, for a long time now. Been into Santos Escobar for a long time now. And even their their match that they had, I thought was just so fun, um, unexpected, but like so fun and so good. And those are two guys who have just their work rate is just so consistently high. Their characters are so set. And uh, when I'm watch when I watch those two, I'm in it. So I'm really excited. Yep. Uh, speaking of the way we're getting, again, getting carrying across Austin Theory, I'm excited to see what they can do yeah. together. They're both big and athletic. And, of course, carrying uh, Cross will probably kill Austin Theory as well. He should. Mm-hmm. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to touch on for NXT? No, not, I mean, not really, man. You know, I mean, NXT and, and you know, it. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna have they're gonna have some cool stuff, but in terms of like yeah, it's it's really for me it's the way you know uh, seeing what Finn does next, you know, um, and then uh, the cruiserweight title situation. Those are kind of the things for me. Everything else, you know, with Kyle O'Reilly, Adam Cole, Rogers, I'm not, I'm just not that into. Um, but those main things on that NXT has going forward are things that I that I am into. So. I'll be getting that. They haven't oh. done much with it with the no, dispute era breakup so far. Um, I do like again. Um, not a fan of so far at least the the cool car gimmick, but maybe maybe he you know he's still finding his footing. I'll give him give him a little bit of time to figure that out. Um, I again do like the way they're making Karrion Cross look dominant. Yes, took a lot of people to take him down. So mm-hmm. that's good. Yep. Oh yeah. No, he's a monster. I mean, he's just he's 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 a he's a monster. He's the man. He's the man who beat the man. He beat Finn Balor. He's the man. So, you know, there, there that is. So, yeah. And I'm just, a, I, and I'm a big fan again. If anyone go check out Karrion Cross's YouTube and the work that he's been doing on his character development for years is so incredibly impressive. So, yeah. Yeah. He can call promo. That's the one thing, you know, again, once you, you always kind of have an idea of who's going to be a good champion and not. But now I've seen him having a proper title reign, the way he looked, the way he presents himself, carries himself. 
Obviously, again, we're still in the early stages of it, but um, so far, again, definitely very believable champion. Yes. Um, yeah, let's move on then to uh, our match of the week. I don't think there's no reason to dwell on uh, any other happenings unless you want to touch on something. Um, there is, actually. But yeah, let's do match of the week first, and then we'll talk about uh, outside the ring happening. For yeah. me, for match of the week, uh, as I promised, I promised to go old school. I'm going to go with one of my favorite uh, old school matches, and I think it's appropriate. It uh, it's a, a spiritual predecessor to Blood and Guts, even if it's not it's not a World Games match. Mm-hmm. It does have one of the uh, participants in Blood and Guts in it. Uh, I'm talking about TA Magnum against Tony Blanchard. Wow! Yeah, from 1985 yeah. Starcade, a classic I Quit match. Yeah. Um, you talk about a match again, not too many spots, but, but an amazing finish. Yeah. Um, yeah. Something that really has everybody talking to this day about yeah. it. Um, that's the match you're talking about. That's yeah. the match. Um, yeah. For those of you who have not seen it, I don't want to give spoil anything, but just know this is like um, as realistic of a match as we've ever seen. It's only 15 minutes of action which is the kind of short, I think, nowadays for a steel cage match or for an like, quid match, for a main event match, does not need anymore because by the time they're done, you would think they're both pretty close to death. I mean, this looks like two grown men locked in a cage beating the crap out of each other, and that's exactly what, what it was. Yeah. Supposed yeah. to be, at least. Yeah. Um, Excellent. Excellent. Yeah, Magnum T. Terry Blanchard is uh, very, you know, just one of the best kind of workers of all time. There's, like, many other... Uh, the, the entire Four Horsemen crew, uh, mm-hmm. just all you know, pound for pound technicians. Uh, Magnum TA was could have been maybe the next Hogan or you know, NWA's answer to Hogan had his career not been short by the, by the car accident. Yeah, um, yeah, so yeah, again, just two really talented guys. So, highly recommend checking that match out. Yes, yeah, that was an excellent pick. I uh, will not be going as old school. But I will be taking you back to the 90s once again. My match of the week is from the November to Remember uh, pay-per-view in 1997 brought to you by ECW. And the match that I'm referring to is Shane Douglas versus Bam Bam Bigelow for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship. Uh, I bring that up because I think that's really probably when the ECW title was like approaching its zenith. Um, and it was a really, really important title. Uh, also, you know, for, for those of you, if you've never seen Bam Bam Bigelow, I, I would highly encourage you to check that out. Also, if you've never seen like a prime Shane Douglas, I would also say to check that out. There's about a three year period, like after Rick Rude stopped wrestling in 94, it was from like 94 to 97 that Shane Douglas was the most hated man in professional wrestling. And for good reason. Um, but he was an amazing worker. He was a great promo. He was an amazing worker working in ECW where he was a very technical guy, but he was wrestling all these monsters and he had to kind of do everything. It's weird. Like you'll watch matches of him doing hurricane Rana's like, you know what I'm saying? Just because of the person that he's wrestling. So he's the challenger for the ECW title and, uh, he's fighting Bam Bam Bigelow in Shane Douglas's hometown of Pittsburgh, PA. And that was one of the few matches where a heel Shane Douglas was the crowd baby face. But it was kind of like all of the sins of his past catching up to him. All the awful things he's done have caught up to him uh, in the form of Bam Bam Bigelow. And I bring that match up because it's a brutal match. Uh, Bam Bam, I'm not going to tell you how it ends, but Bam Bam just whips the hell out of this man. And uh, it's very important because it's really one of it's it's 
Shane really got hurt in that match. So he was never quite the same again. So that's kind of like the last prime, at least in-ring prime, of, of Shane Douglas. He looked physically the best that he had ever looked. He was such an incredible worker for that time period. And uh, it's an, it's an amazing match with the world title at that time when the ECW title was really, really probably about as important as it is, as it was ever going to get. That's a nice little recommendation right there. And yeah, you talk about, uh, you talk about WWE not quite knowing what to do with their stars. I think that Ben Bigelow is at the very yeah. top of the list yes. of the guy who, whose talents were not used properly, shall yes. we say. And, uh, and yeah, especially when you compare it to his ECW run. Yes. Um, uh, so now, yeah, one thing I, you know, we want to talk about, uh, early in the week and then kind of by the time, uh, by the time we're recording this episode, um, it's not nearly as big of a deal as we thought it was going to be, but we still want to touch on it because um, it was a big deal in the anti-wrestling community. We thought we lost Bachmania. Yeah. We all, we all thought it has collectively has gone away from our lives. Um, and uh, no, thank God it's, it was only done for a few hours uh, because of um, AEW. Was it because of the bots? Uh, they say it was because of the bots. The internet thinks it was because of AEW and the copyright infringement. Um, Again, we do not know. I will only say this. I don't, I hope it's not because of AEW, just because for a company that uh, pretty much came on the back of existence of being the elite, uh, a YouTube show that pretty much routinely uh, takes shots at WWE and wrestling in general, uh, for them to then go after Pachamania, a YouTube show that routinely takes shots at WWE and wrestling in general would be the height of hypocrisy, uh, but uh, maybe they did not do it. So I will not uh, give you the, the the long rant I had yeah, I look uh, at saved it. for this situation. Yeah, I look at it from the, situ- uh, from the perspective of this. If it is AEW, hey, y'all should never forget that Tony Khan is a billionaire. <laughs> okay. And this is what billionaires gonna do if it's an in fact, if it's in fact them. Uh, if it's not them, fine. Uh, if it is, you know, I think it just speaks to it. I would only concern me uh, as it relates to what then happens to the content of other wrestling uh, matches or programming of any kind going forward. Um, you know, because we've lost a, I mean, but we lost a lot due to pandemic. And I'm not even a Botchamania fan, quite frankly. I don't really care for this stuff because i don't like to watch bad wrestling and i don't like to watch things that i think make fun of wrestling even when wrestling is making fun of itself but i understand why it's important for that thing to exist because people enjoyed it but it's like dang what if what if they came for another person who put together compilations like of a person's move set you know like you know jay white's top 50 moves and what if you know what kind of thing could it snowball into from there uh, so I, you know, I hope it wasn't them, but if it was them, then, you know, billionaires going to billionaire and they feel like they have some intellectual property that they need to protect. Also, I think more accurately, they don't want their product to be made to look bad. Um, especially when they're a newer company, they're not as bulletproof as like a WWE and also they're younger people. So they're, they're younger people who are really built into a fan base. They're a bit more sensitive to critique. Uh, Vince doesn't particularly care. Um, he'll lie to you and say, you guys are the fans and you make the decisions. He'll on live TV. He'll have his whole family there and said, we are listening to you now. And it's all about you and your wants and your need and lie. And the next week do exactly the same shit that they were doing before. And I think AEW is very sensitive to that. 
Um, but if it's not them, then, hey, you know, it was the bots. Uh, if it was them, then, you know, uh, it's going to be even harder to check out a lot of wrestling uh, going forward. And that could be concerning. So I'm going to add to what you said. I do agree with it completely. I do like Batchmania, but it's not a... Uh... Again, it's something, you know, uh, I won't watch it and I'll watch it for like two hours. Just like go down like the YouTube rabbit hole. Right. Um, that being said, the only thing I will add is that um, Tony Khan is uh, worse than a billionaire. He's a son of a billionaire. Yeah. Which is, which is yeah. Money. Yeah, that's even. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's my money. It's my daddy's money, but it's my money too. Yeah, so yeah, it's a little. Uh, it's a little. Um... Well, uh, with apologies to John Cena's Instagram, I think this is going to do it for us. This is going to happen today. Do it we're for... coming in a lean, mean 15 minute episode at you. That's clean. That's clean, boy. That is clean. But guys, please, I'm serious. Like uh, Mike gave you guys a great suggestion for match of the week. Please check it out. Uh, yeah, that's really one of the best matches of any time period that you'll see. Um, it look it's it's a fight. It's just it's a fight for the U.S. title. And woo, when I tell you, like Tully was awesome. Magnum was really something. Magnum got good really quick. And man, watch that. Watch that bad boy because that's an amazing amazing fight uh and an amazing what if tale so guys we'll be back we'll we'll be back uh i want to say next week maybe even this week huh well we'll see but no later than that please have a good one enjoy raw enjoy smackdown enjoy nxt enjoy aw enjoy mlw enjoy ring of honor enjoy wrestlemania backlash although we'll probably talk to you before then impact enjoy nwa enjoy new japan new japan enjoy all of them Have a good one, guys. Peace.